Hey there, youth workers. Paul Turney here from the DiscipleProject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast. Super excited to be with you today. If you're brand new to the show, thank you for listening, being a part today. Welcome in. And if you're a regular, as always, I appreciate you listening. Now, today we're going to be talking about how to foster creativity amongst teenagers uh, using an unusual source, uh, which is Stephen King. Uh, And I'll be reading a paragraph or two from his book on uh, writing. But before we jump into that, uh, I want to invite you to join our Facebook group if you're interested in conversations around the topics that we cover right here on the Youth Mission Motion Podcast. I want to encourage you to go over there. There'll be a link down in the show notes. And uh, a little news of the day. Uh, This week, I am in the midst of doing camp online. That's right. Uh, My week of camp was canceled. I was supposed to go speak down in Florida at the camp that I've been speaking at for uh, what would have been 20 years this year, uh, every year, and uh, and it was canceled. So it made me very sad. And I said, well, I'm not going to put up with that. I'm going to go ahead and get on Instagram Live, and I'm going to go ahead and do the messages that God gave me anyway. And whatever campers show up, show up. We had a tremendous, tremendous meeting last night on Instagram Live. Lots of kids showed up. It was a good, good time. And so I want to encourage you that if you feel like you know, things aren't working out your way. Just go ahead and uh, try something else. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. So every night this week, I'd appreciate your prayers uh, as I'm going to go on Instagram Live and share my messages just like I would as if I was at camp. Now, I know it's not the same, but uh, it is something. And uh, I don't want to let these kids down and I don't want to let the Lord down uh, because he was faithful enough to give me a message and I want to be faithful enough to speak it. In fact, that was a little phrase that God gave me. Don't waste a word. Don't waste a word. And I was like, wow, okay, well, I'm not going to waste it. I'm going to go forward and do this uh, and do these things, do these uh, little services at night on Instagram Live and let it go out into the world and, uh, and change whatever hearts may be listening. All right. So today, like I said, I want to talk about creativity and fostering creativity amongst teenagers. And the source, like I said, a bit unusual. I'm reading Stephen King's book on writing a memoir of the craft. And so uh, I'm going to read for you uh, just a couple of uh, paragraphs that are within the book where he is describing uh, this conversation that he's having with his mother. And whether you're, and this is really good too, that if you're a youth worker listening to this, great. If you're a parent that's listening to this, maybe even better. Uh, but the principles still apply that if you are uh, trying to foster creativity in teenagers, in your children, I think this will work. So let me go ahead and start here. We pick up where uh, Stephen King is writing uh, verbatim uh, words and stories from comic books. And uh, he says, eventually I showed one of these copycat hybrids to my mother and she was charmed. I remember her slightly amazed smile as if she was unable to believe a kid of hers could be so smart. Practically a damn prodigy. For God's sake, I had never seen that look on her face before, not on my account anyway, and I absolutely loved it. She asked me if I had made the story up myself, and I was forced to admit that I had copied most of it out of a funny book. She seemed disappointed, and that drained away much of my pleasure. At last, she handed back my tablet. Write one of your own, Stevie, she said. Those combat Casey funny books are just junk. He's always knocking someone's teeth out. I bet you could do better. Write one of your own. Uh, 
and I remember the immense feeling of possibility at the idea, as if I had been ushered into a vast building filled with closed doors, and I had been given leave to open any I liked. There were more doors than one person could ever open in a lifetime, I thought, and still think. I eventually wrote a story about four magic animals who rode around in an old car helping out little kids. Their leader was a large white bunny named Mr. Rabbit Trick. He got to drive the car. The story was four pages long, laboriously printed in pencil. No one in it, so far as I can remember, jumped from the roof of the Graymore Hotel. When I finished, I gave it to my mother, who sat down in the living room, put her pocketbook on the floor beside her, and read it all at once. I could tell she liked it. She laughed in all the right places, but I couldn't tell that if that was because she liked me and wanted me to feel good or because it was really good. You didn't copy this one, she asked when she had finished. I said, no, I hadn't. She said it was good enough to be in a book. Nothing anyone has ever said to me since has made me feel any happier. I wrote four more stories about Mr. Rabbit Trick and his friends. She gave me a quarter apiece for them and sent them around to her four sisters who pitied her a little, I think. Four stories, a quarter apiece. That was the first buck I made in this business. Now, what lessons can we learn about fostering creativity in teenagers and in kids based on these few passages? Well, let me give you a few. Number one, don't copy, create. Stephen's mother encouraged him to be original. She said, you can do better than this. Whether it's writing or making TikTok videos, parents and youth workers should encourage originality. I love how his mother said, you can do better than this. You can do better than this. I think it's okay to encourage teenagers and kids. Say, look, you can do better than this. And not in a mean way and not in a derogatory way. But say, look, I think you have more in you, more talent in you to be able to, to, to bring a better whatever it is to the table and encourage them. Say, look, give it another shot. Try this one more time. I think you got a little bit more in you. Teenagers have a much easier time overcoming hurdles of discouragement and self-image and all of those things when they're hearing those words from people that they love and respect. I love that quote by uh, Stephen King. It says, I remember an immense feeling of possibility at the idea. And that's what we're trying to foster. The notion that there's possibility that I can be better at what I'm doing. And it doesn't matter whether they're, uh, you know, singing in the choir or whether that's they're doing, uh, you know, uh, ministering the word or whether that's whatever that may be doing in your youth ministry or if you're a parent, whatever they're doing in your home. The second thing that I see that Stephen King's mother does is showcase. This is good enough to be in a book, said King's mother after reading his first story about Mr. Rabbit Trick and his four friends. Maybe this was a type of prophecy, right? There's nothing wrong with prophesying over your kids or over your students and saying, look, this is good enough for whatever it is. You know, when a teen does something that is good enough for praise, praise it, but also promote it. Uh, Miss King mailed Stephen's stories to all her sisters because she wanted to show it off. You know, with social media, it's easy to highlight when our teens do something good enough, no matter how small, be it in sports, the arts, or their favorite hobby. Maybe you could share their talent online and tag an author or artist uh, to say, this is good enough. Take a look. I want you to see this. This is good enough for me to share with you. You know, if your kid raps, why not tag Andy Minio and say, hey, Andy Minio, my kid raps here and I think he's pretty good. You know, maybe don't tag your, your teen in it as well. You know, if, if you're a parent, because 
uh, eye rolls and and why did you do this? Don't don't tag them. Just kind of keep it on the DL, right? But be sure to brag about it. Put it on the fridge, if you will, right? Record it for posterity or sit it on the mantle, but find a way to showcase your teen's talent no matter what they do well. The third thing I see in this these brief paragraphs is put a value on it. Stephen wrote four stories and his mother paid him 25 cents a story. Compliments are one thing. Cash is another. Now, do you pay your kids for grades? I don't know. You might. Do you pay them for taking out the trash? Okay, that's good. Well, why not pay them something for their creativity? Every song they write that is good enough, pay them to do more of it. You don't have to pay cash, but maybe you could pay for a session at a real recording studio just to uh, acclimate them to professional surroundings. How about paying a writing coach to take their story to the next level? There are plenty of avenues to place value on a teen's creativity. Choose one and then watch their hearts just grow bigger because you put a value on it. Listen, if you're a youth worker in the local church, these principles apply in spades. If a kid, like I said, can rap, right? Let them rap. If they do poetry, let the uh, do spoken word, find a way to work it into your services. I've done it my, my whole life in, in finding ways to get kids who have talent that may not be featured and find a way to feature them. Listen, if a student does graphic design, value their art by using it on uh, logos or t-shirts or as part of a, a camp poster or whatever you're doing, let students give it a shot and then find a way to put the value on it. If you want more creativity in your youth ministry, become a talent scout and be more like Stephen King's mother. I heard that guy turned out pretty good. And that is it for today's episode, guys and gals. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you're able to put some of these principles into practice because your teenagers are waiting for you. They're waiting for you to showcase what they're doing. They're waiting for you to uh, put some value on their creativity. Uh, They're waiting for the possibilities, uh, that feeling of possibility uh, that they can do more. And that's how God brought them into this world, designed them and put these gifts into their life. And you as a parent or as a youth worker have the opportunity to bring those gifts to light and show them that they can do it. So guys, I want to thank you so much for being a part of the episode today. Would love if you went by the iTunes store, left a review and uh, maybe some stars there. Let me know what you think of the show. I'll put a link down in the show notes. And until next time, if nobody has told you lately that you're doing a good job, let me be the first to tell you this week at least, you're doing a good job and you're only going to get better. Thanks again for joining me for this episode of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Turner, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.